Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 100 of the Restoring Report podcast. We're super excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a show about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many, many, many distractions. And this is our big episode. This is where we cross the line into 100 published episodes that you guys have been so faithful to listen to. We're super excited for all that we've done this past year, 2022, as well as all the amazing things that we're no doubt going to do in this coming year, 2023. Um, and we want to kind of cap this year off with a wonderful Christmas special for you guys. By the way, Merry Christmas to all of you listening. This is being recorded. Um, I'm sorry, not recorded. This is being aired on Christmas Day of 2022. So if you're listening to this, we hope you had a Merry, Merry Christmas and that you got lots of time to spend with your families, your spouses, uh, your children, everybody that's close to you. We hope you had an awesome time there and all the celebration that goes along with that. Me and Landon are super excited to be back recording together today. Uh, Landon's had an awesome trip. How was the wedding down there, Landon, in Tennessee? Uh, cold, um, but it, it was it was awesome. It was a beautiful wedding. Uh, it was great yeah. to be able to be a part of it. That's great. That's great. You, your all's family is growing now and improving and uh, just getting all kinds of new members, and that's so exciting. But uh, today we're going to be doing a really special episode for you guys. Some of you, for those of you who have access to our subscriber video content on Spotify, you will have noticed that I am sporting a lovely Santa hat. And today we are going to be discussing the legend of Saint Nicholas. And you might be wondering why in the world. Uh, a, a podcast on marriage and family is discussing this man, but soon you will understand why he did a tremendous thing. Uh, he did a deed that he went down in history for um, that is just beautiful in every way, and I kind of aspire uh, to be the modern-day St. Nicholas for young unmarried couples today, and you'll understand why as the story progresses, but I'm really excited to read you this little article we have entitled Three Impoverished Maidens, um, or it's also known as the story of the dowries. And this is something that this is something that St. Nicholas did that's one of his more famous, um, one, of the, one of the stories that he's most known for. Just a couple facts about St. Nicholas, though, that I found through a quick Google search before this episode. 
Uh, December 6th, 6th is St. Nicholas, um, the St. Nicholas Feast Day, where many Catholics have a feast to celebrate St. Nicholas. That's the day he died. Um, he was not, we don't really know much about his early life, but we do know that he was born around March 15th of 270 AD in Patara, Turkey, uh, to a wealthy family. So he was well-to-do, he was well-off, he didn't have to worry about anything um, in, in the realm of survival, but that it did kind of enable him to give a lot to poor people. And as you'll see throughout the story, his focus, the mission of his life was really heavily focused towards poor people. Um, and as a believer, he was obviously you know, charged to do that by his Lord, Jesus Christ. We're, we're caused, believers were called to uh, give to the poor. You know, that's a very, that's a big theme in Christianity. So moving on here, he was ordained by his uncle, who was the priest of Myra. Myra is the, the town in which this story is going to take place a lot. And um, it is said that, oh, this was a fun fact that I read, that I just found out. I think he actually uh, did a, a miracle, a, a miracle. It said that he actually did a miracle. He uh, calmed the waves of a storm, much like Jesus did in scripture by rebuking the waves, uh, saved the lives of several sailors, and is now the patron saint of sailors. So I thought that was interesting too. He's also the patron saint of children um, for reasons that you'll no doubt uh, see as we as we move on into the story. But uh, let's go ahead and get started in this article here. Um, Landon, I'm going to start at that top paragraph and maybe we can take turns per paragraph. I'll go ahead and read the first one here. It says, there was a man once rich who had fallen on hard times. Now poor, he had three daughters of an age to be married. In those days, a young woman's family had to have something of value, a dowry, to offer prospective bridegrooms. The larger the dowry, the better the chance a young man would find a good, a young, the young woman would find a good husband. Without a dowry, a woman was unlikely to marry. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. This poor man's daughters, without dowries, were therefore destined to be sold into slavery or worse. So they, it was not looking good for them. Uh, you know, on this show we talk a lot about the reasons that you should get married as a young person. Setting those aside, back in this time, it was even more necessary to get married because you could be sold into slavery um, there was no way of supporting yourself. You couldn't work. There, there was just, it was hard to live as a woman if you were not married. So it was even more necessary back then. Today, we, I, today I argue on this show alongside Landon that it's a good thing to pursue marriage and that you really need to get married uh, for different reasons. And those reasons are it benefits you. It's good for you, right? But back then, it was actually harmful if you didn't get married in a lot of really visceral and real ways. So this is a, this is shaving up to be a really good story here. Though, Landon, you want to read us that second paragraph yeah. on Word? <clears throat> Word of the family's misfortune reached Nicholas, who had the wealth inherited from his parents. Coming in secret by night, he tossed a bag of gold into the house. It sailed in through an open window, landing in a stocking left by the fire to dry. What joy in the morning when the gold was discovered. The first daughter soon wed. So in other words, Nicholas saw the need. He saw the need here where a family had no money had no means of marrying its daughters. These women were going to be unable to marry. They were going to be unable to marry, and he steps into the situation and provides the way for them to marry, which I think is just an amazing thing, man. I mean, talk, first of all, the intuitive attentiveness to be able to see a need and take action on it, but also just you are changing those three girls' lives. I mean, it's it's the it's life and death it's that polar it's literally being sold into slavery that's the death side or being given the 
opportunity to build a healthy marriage with somebody. I mean, that is just what a difference he made there. Uh, so that, in other words, he, he provided the dowry for one of the girls in that one night by throwing a, a, a bag of gold in through the window and it landed in a stocking, which by the way, <laughs> might sound familiar to you. That is now why we do, well, we have the modern day tradition of hanging stockings from the mantle or the staircase or wherever you hang them. Um, that's where we get that tradition. This story is where we get that tradition. And again, a lot of these, you know, the, the details of the story might, you might not be able to corroborate them. You know, historically they are passed down orally through, uh, different generations have passed them down for years and years and years. Obviously this, this story took place in like 270. So it's a long time ago, but I would say there's a quite a bit of truth to it, especially the dowry part. I mean, that was probably uh, big for them. And Landon, what's your initial reaction to that? Him doing yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's such a fun story. Um, yeah. now obviously we have a few things that get twisted over time. Um, yeah. Like you don't hear him about throwing coal into one of the daughter's right. uh, stockings. Yeah. It wasn't quite as nice to him or whatever. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just listening to old legends like this, it, it puts a smile on my face because it's just yeah. like it, it's it, it brings you back to that childlike curiosity of why do we do yeah. things. And, you know, yeah. it, also just to think that this can be used as a metaphor on the blessings that God gives us in our life that help us to become better husbands and help us to become better wives. Um, that's our dowry of the time. So, you know, you want to invest in that as much as you can before you get married. For sure. 100% with everything you said there. And, uh, I, guys, I, I, a lot of people, people, a lot of times I think I hear people kind of come down hard on fiction and they say, well, fiction's not really that great. It didn't really happen. It's not true. It's not real. But in the end, I think the stories where you are able to learn and draw a lesson from them that will benefit your real life, those are very real to me because, I mean, this, this is what I want this show to be. I want this show to be the St. Nicholas for the younger generation in the sense of being the means of giving them the understanding of what a marriage has to offer them, encouraging them towards marriage, being providing them with the opportunity to enter marriage and be ready for it. I mean, all those things are why I made this show. So this fictional story here is just such a great uh, representation of the mission of the show for me. So I'm really excited to keep going here, though. It says... Not long after, another bag of gold again appeared mysteriously. The second daughter was married. The father, now very anxious to know who the secret, secret benefactor was, kept watch during the nights. So later in the night's fall, he started realizing this is not just an act of God. Somebody's actually doing this, listening to God and giving um, this money. And he started to kind of camp out. And it's like he's going to try and catch St. Nicholas. So let's see what the story sa ha says here. It says... <laughs> A third bag of gold landed inside the house, and the watchful father caught the man, leaped up, and caught the fleeing donor. Ah, Nicholas, it is you, cried the father. You have saved my daughters from certain disaster. Nicholas, I think, at that time had been appointed the priest of Myra. You could, I, you, that might not be accurate, but I think he had. I think there was a story the previous priest had died, and Nicholas, the, the villagers had a uh, agreement that the next priest who entered the, the village would be anointed the priest of Myra. So that turned out to be St. Nicholas, and he became the priest of Myra. And um, so it, 
he was known to the father. In other words, St. Nicholas was known as the priest of Myra. So when, when he was caught, uh, he, this is what he said. He did not want to be, um, he, he didn't want to go down and he, he didn't want to be um, known as the benefactor. So he said, Nicholas embarrassed, did not wish to be known, begged the man to keep his identity a secret. You must thank God alone for provi providing these gifts and answer to your prayers for deliverance. Hi guys, I want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast. Now in order to become a sub, all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode. And when you subscribe, you'll get access to exclusive material including additional interviews, all of my spoken word poetry pieces, all of my dramatized allegorical short stories, and even more of my article readings, okay? So lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else. Subscribing to the show only costs $5 a month, which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day, okay? So you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account. If you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about, this is your chance, okay? Follow the link in the show notes to become a sub. Thank you so much for choosing this show to listen listen to and now without further ado let's get back to the episode um and i think that people didn't actually find out what he'd done on this night until after he died according to legend so uh, basically nobody knew that he'd he'd given these three girls dowries until after his death and then of course by that time you know he went down in history he was remembered for for his actions but i think that's just a beautiful story guys um and i want you to just think about the young people in your life, perhaps, who, even if you're older, you know, think of the young people in your life who are pursuing the goal of marriage. And what, what, what have you done for them? Because it, it's becoming harder and harder to pursue that goal, that goal in this culture, as we've talked about before, you know, marriage is being postponed later and later into life. And so people who are cutting against that current, cutting against that grain of modern day culture and trying to get married young, they need help on every level, guys. They need financial help. They need wisdom. They need mentors. They need encouragement. When they're going through a hard time, they need uh, communities to surround them and provide that level of community strength for them. Guys, they need a lot of things. Young people who are pursuing the goal of marriage in today's culture need a lot of help. So I want you to just take this story and aspire to be like this man who is remembered and loved by so many people in the world today as Santa Claus, but just see how he met the need. See how he saw people pursuing a goal that was good, pursuing a, a the, wanting to be married and unable to do so for whatever reason, and he stepped in and provided the way for them to pursue that goal that God designed them for. So I just love that. That's a beautiful story to me, man. I just want to be like that every day and um, just super excited for and, and really hopeful that this show is that for so many people. And um, for those of you who've paid for our our. Uh, subscriber video that is now available on Spotify. If you're interested in that video, you can get it by subscribing to the show. You'll get access to all the video content that me and Landon are producing. And Spotify makes it super easy now. You can actually just pull up, you can hit play on Spotify and the video pops up and you can see me and Landon talking. All the illustrations that we've been going through here are available there. There's some really great artwork that's actually pretty famous by a, an artist that I can't even pronounce his name, but he's, he did an illustration of St. Nicholas throwing the uh, bags in through the window and I think this painting was done a really really long time ago so it's very valuable um, but it just shows him tossing the bags in um, and it, it it landing in the house with the girls and the father there um, just a really really great story on so many levels I love that it's been passed down and se seemingly you know the story seems to be well intact there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, you know 
change to it. A lot we all know from the telephone game that sometimes oral oral stories can change through the through as they're passed down. But this one seems to be pretty pretty well intact, so I'm really glad about that. Um, but Landon, what what are your thoughts on uh, this story as a whole, and uh, just kind of what it means for us as people who want to help young people? Yeah, um, <clears throat> like I said, this is one of my favorite legends. Um, I, th- I think Saint Nick is one of the uh, more interesting saints to learn about and they're all very interesting and i uh suggest that you read about as many of them as you can um but this story is just such a like a lot of the times we hear some stories about saints and it's something that um maybe is it seems out of our reach um but with this i feel like it's it's a uh it's something that we can all kind of identify with um something as simple as just helping and it doesn't have to be literal bags of gold um like saint nick uses here in this story but just helping people to gain these things that have value within their marriage to make marriage easier for each other um because it, it even though it's not as much of a physical importance to us now um, as it was to these ladies um, there are still spiritual repercussions that we may uh, that we may have to deal with if we don't get married as believers Um, if we are called to get married and we refuse that calling there are spiritual repercussions that we may have to deal with Um, so it's not as severe as what these women were facing um, but mm-hmm. it's still something that we can help keep people away from by purely just helping people to understand what they can bring to a marriage. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you mentioned it's not as extreme. The consequences aren't as extreme for uh, for us today as it was for these women when it comes to avoiding marriage. Um and that, that really is true, uh, guys. But, you know, again, like Landon said, if you're, you know, called to be a believer, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're called to uh, marry as a believer, there there is no good plan B. You know, we've mentioned that many times on the show for various reasons. We've covered all of them. Loneliness, sexual immorality, um, a wandering heart, aimlessness, directionlessness. All of these things are things that are plaguing Uh, young men and women today who are called to marry, but for whatever reason have chosen not to pursue that path. Um, And a lot of people think marriage is just a choice that you make and that it's really not a matter of calling. It's really not a matter of uh, being intended for it or not. But again, as we pointed out on this show all year, and if you guys have taken anything away from this show all year, I hope it has been that marriage is not a matter of no consequence. It is not a, a choice that you can make that just really is just like, good for some people and not good for others for the vast majority of young men and women in today's culture you are intended to marry we uh, we've said that before there's a very 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 small number who are maybe perhaps called to another calling of god but for the rest of us for the rest of us 
we are called to marry, and that is something that we need to pursue. So I hope you guys have taken that to heart this year and have pursued that goal um, as we've me and Landon have tried to help you. And we are so excited, guys, for the content of next year. We've already recorded like three episodes into next year. We've got an awesome interview coming up with Adam Adkins where uh, Landon and I sit down with him and talk about an awesome uh, concept of playfulness and what how important playfulness is for uh, relationships particularly but you guys are going to love that episode as well as the future episodes we've done thank you guys so much for listening today we're going to go ahead and wrap it up we're about out of time if you guys enjoy the work we we do here if it benefits you and nurtures nourishes your spirit reach out and let us know uh, through the link in the show notes you can send us a personalized audio voice message those messages in your own voice make us feel super connected to our audience it makes us feel like we're making a difference so we always appreciate getting those. You can also follow the Restoring Rapport podcast on Facebook and Instagram if you're interested in the content we post there. Thank you guys so much. Have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. We will talk to you guys next time.